I mean, just lasting another year is, is almost impossible to think with the weaponized elections and all the stuff they do. Today, a judge put on a gag order. I'll be the only politician in history that runs with a gag order where I'm not allowed to criticize people. Can you imagine this? Do you believe this? I'm not allowed to criticize people. So we'll see. We'll appeal it and we'll see. But it's, it's so, un, so unconstitutional. The good thing is we have so much support, it's incredible. So, and it just makes it even more so. Look, I'm the only guy that ever got indicted. I got indicted more than Alphonse Capone. Did anyone ever hear of Alphonse? <laughs> Al Capone, if you looked him, if you looked at him the wrong way, he was seriously tough, right? Scarface, you know, they call him Scarface. Had a little scar in there. I'm sure it was a minor accident, but he was Scarface. But Al Capone, if you looked at him in the wrong way, if he didn't like you, you looked at him a little bit askance, he blew your brains out. He was only indicted one time. I w I've been invited, I've been indicted four times. And in addition, I have these civil trials that are all coming out of the Justice Department. That was Donald Trump either whining or bragging about having gag orders uh, put in place because of his threatening and harassing behavior to witnesses in both civil and criminal cases, and now federal judge Tanya Chutkin's gag order, which has been affirmed by the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals back on December 8th of 2023, will remain in effect after the full panel of the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals all of the judges who comprise the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals, of Appeals has rejected Donald Trump's request for what's called an en banc hearing for them to hear with all of the, the judges from the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals Donald Trump's challenge to the gag order. In fact, not a single judge, so zero conservative judges, zero Trump judges, zero judges, um, from the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals, no single judge has agreed to uh, even hold a further hearing on the issue of the gag order, which was mostly affirmed by the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals back on December 8th. Here's the order by the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals denying Trump's en banc request. And en banc just means to have all of the judges who sit on the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeal here, not just the three-judge panel that ruled against Donald Trump on December 8th. Let's take a look at the order. You see that it's before all of the judges. Um, upon consideration of appellant's petition for rehearing, that's Donald Trump, en banc, the response thereto, and the absence of a request by any member of the court for a vote, it is hereby ordered that the petition be denied per curium decision, and then it's signed by the deputy clerk of the court. So not a single judge in the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals voted that there should be an en banc hearing to even review what the three-judge panel did back on December 8th when it affirmed federal judge Tanya Chutkin's gag order that was imposed on Donald Trump because he continued to threaten the judicial staff, witnesses to the case, and special counsel Jack Smith's team. Just going to that December 8th order right now, just so you remember, rather the December 8th order that was affirmed by the uh, D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals. Here's what the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals ruled on December 8th. Specifically, federal judge Tanya Chutkin's order. Specifically, the order is affirmed to the extent it prohibits all parties and their counsel 
from making or directing others to make public statements about known or reasonably foreseeable witnesses concerning their potential participation in the investigation or in this criminal proceeding. The order, the gag order, is also affirmed to the extent it prohibits all parties and their counsel from making or directing others to make public statements about one counsel in the case other than the special counsel, so everybody other than just special counsel Jack Smith, two, members of the court staff and counsel staff, or three, the family members of any counsel or staff member if those statements are made with the intent to materially interfere with or to cause others to materially interfere with counsel's or staff's work in the criminal case or with knowledge that such interference is highly likely to result. We vacate the order to the extent it covers speech beyond those specified categories. So everything that I just read is covered by the gag order that now remains in place, where the full DC Circuit Court of Appeals panel is saying, we're not even going to review this further. I wanna talk more about that gag order that's in place right now in just a moment, but what is Donald Trump uh, potentially going to do next? He could potentially file a petition for certiorari to the United States Supreme Court and ask the United States Supreme Court to hear the uh, gag order, and then it'll go before the United States uh, Supreme Court. One of the interesting things, strategic things, that we'll have to see what Trump does, because Donald Trump is trying to delay everything in the Washington, D.C. federal criminal case, and he's previously uh, tried to uh, and has filed paperwork to the United States Supreme Court when special counsel Jack Smith wanted to seek an immediate appeal on the denial by federal judge Tanya Chutkin of Donald Trump's motion uh, to dismiss the indictment for absolute immunity. Donald Trump went to the Supreme Court and said, no, do not rush it. Let's have it go to the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals first. You shouldn't hear this immediately. So it'll be interesting to see right now if on the issue of the gag order, Donald Trump files a, an emergency petition for certiorari to the Supreme Court on the gag order issue while the case is stayed. Because if he does, I could see special counsel Jack Smith's team then utilizing that to say, look, so Donald Trump does want to move certain aspects of the Washington, D.C. criminal case along very quickly. Um, but other aspects of it, he doesn't want to move quickly. That's inconsistent. What if ordinary people just like you and me could change the world with the push of a button? Meet Lomi, the world's first kitchen appliance designed to turn your home into a climate solution by transforming your food scraps into nutrient-rich plant food. Now that I've invested in a Lomi, it's changed the way I deal with my food waste. Lomi is the biggest invention in the modern day kitchen since, well, the dishwasher. In just four hours, Lomi transforms almost anything you eat into nutrient-rich plant food at the push of a button. Lomi helps cut the chore of taking out the trash in half, and it eliminates bugs and odors in your kitchen. And here's a bonus. You get to feed your lawn and garden with an all-natural fertilizer that you just created out of your own food scraps. Now I can transform my organic waste into nutrient-rich loamy earth that I can feed to my plants, lawn, or garden instead of sending it to the landfill which helps me grow more nutritious food at home. And now Lomi's new app lets me track my environmental impact, earn points for every cycle, and redeem for freebies from Lomi 
plus other great brands. Lomi promises to bring you the best possible experience every time you run a cycle. They are one of the only kitchen appliances that has a full, no questions asked, lifetime warranty on all devices. And they don't stop there. Lomi looks after you from day one and beyond. When you purchase a continued subscription, you'll automatically get upgraded to a new Lomi device every three years. I learned that food waste makes up a huge portion of our personal carbon footprint. By reducing the amount of food I send to landfill, I'm helping do my part for the planet. Head to Lomi.com slash LegalAF and use the promo code LegalAF to get 50 bucks off your Lomi. That's 50 bucks off when you head to Lomi.com slash LegalAF and use promo code LegalAF at checkout. Thank you, Lomi, for sponsoring this episode. So we'll see if Donald Trump seeks an emergency petition for the Supreme Court. But the fact that the full panel and not a single member of the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals, even the um, so-called conservative judges that make up the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals, that none of them wanted to even hold a hearing, none of them even voted to hold a hearing on uh, Donald Trump's attempt to challenge en banc uh, the uh, three-judge panel of the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals affirming Judge Tanya Chuckin's gag order, I think sends a powerful message that um, that everybody thinks that this gag order should remain in place. And just so you recall, when the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals affirmed Judge Tanya Chutkin's imposition of the gag order, here's what they stated. I thought this was one of the most powerful parts of their order. Mr. Trump, first they call him Mr. Trump, which they don't call him President Trump like Donald Trump's lawyers do. Mr. Trump's documented pattern of speech and its demonstrated real-time, real-world consequences pose a significant and imminent threat to the functioning of the criminal trial process, in this case, in two respects. Mr. Trump's messages about known or reasonably foreseeable witnesses that concern their potential participation in the criminal proceeding pose a significant and imminent threat to individuals' willingness to participate fully and candidly in the process to the content of their testimony and evidence and to the trial's essential truth-finding functions. So to be clear, when all of these MAGA Trumpers want to talk about, oh, these gag orders are so unfair, take a look at what the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals previously ruled on December 8th and the fact that not a single right-wing judge on the panel thinks that there's anything wrong about what I just read to you as well. That's why it's so important that we just stick to the facts and say, well, what were the factual findings made by the judges? Then I want to see what about the right-wing judges? Are they upset about this ruling? Do they want to hear this en banc? And they don't want to hear this en banc. And remember, this is what the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals also said back on December 8th of 2023. We do not allow such an order lightly. Mr. Trump is a former president and current candidate for the presidency, and there is a strong public interest in what he has to say. But Mr. Trump is also an indicted criminal defendant, and he must stand trial in a courtroom under the same procedures that govern all other criminal defendants. That is what the rule of law means. Then the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals went through Donald Trump's posts 
one by one. And they talked about how John, Donald Trump was threatening Mark Meadows and Mike Pence and how Donald Trump was threatening the former chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, Mark Milley, with execution. Donald Trump saying, if you go after me, I'm coming after you. The D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals also talks about how Donald Trump has bragged about how his followers listen to his commands and take his statements as orders. And then the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals also had previously said, look, there are serious First Amendment concerns at issue. But what the Supreme Court had previously done is drew a distinction between participants to litigation and strangers to litigation. And the Supreme Court emphasized that it had in prior cases expressly contemplated that speech on those participating before the courts could be limited um, and that there has to be a solemnity in court proceedings. And you can't have criminal defendants or participants to litigation threatening witnesses and undermining the judicial process because that undermines the rule of law. So a narrowly circumscribed gag order that addresses the issues um, and the threats being made are valid. And the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals here, um, the full panel is uh, in agreement with that, and they don't even want to have a hearing in bank. We'll see if Donald Trump then goes and files uh, before the full United States Supreme Court. Um, we'll keep you posted there. But for now, Donald Trump's and uh, bank petition totally rejected by the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals. I'm Ben Micellis from the Midas Touch Network. Hit subscribe. We're on our way to 2 million subscribers. Thanks to your support. Let's get to 2 million. Hey, Midas Mighty, love this report? Continue the conversation by following us on Instagram, at Midas Touch, to keep up with the most important news of the day. What are you waiting for? Follow us now.